Welcome you to Women's Power Hour podcast. I am Regina Peter-Small, your host, and we are looking at building strong homes. And today, I want to pass on to you some keys, some strong keys that will help you to build a strong home. Now, the purpose of Women's Power Hour P3, that is our prayer, preparation, and progress meeting, is to position women to be successful in various areas of their life, to prepare women for greatness, to continuously pour into women the needful tools, the skills, the understanding, the all-round equipment to make women successful. Greatness is about continuous learning, preparation, and positioning the woman's life to succeed. So today we're looking at building strong homes. A strong home is one of uh, uh, a key part of a woman's life, her home, because she wants a good home, she wants a, 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 a nicely run family, she wants to have peace at home, and when you are peaceful at home, a woman is able to achieve things outside. When a woman knows how to run her home, she can be able to position herself to do bigger things and greater exploits, but if the home is not at peace, it's difficult for the woman to be able to do other things out there. So today, I will look at building strong homes. And we will look at the foundation, which is very important. We will look at who is building, that the person himself that is putting up her building. Then we look at structures and systems for a strong home. Then a family with purpose, all right? So that's what we'll be looking at. Then I'll be right back after this very short break. Welcome back to Women's Power Hour podcast. I am Regina Peters-Moore, and we are looking at building strong homes. And the first thing we want to look at is foundation. When you are building, the first thing is the foundation. Foundation is very, very important where the building stands. That's what will tell if the building will collapse the next five years or if the building will stand. That's what will make you know that... Um, you will be able to succeed in what you are building, the foundation. And so there are scriptures I want you to look at, First Kings chapter 5, verse 17, and First Kings 7, verse 10. Please look up those scriptures, because you see God giving instructions there and making good foundations. God is putting order in these scriptures so that his children can follow. God wants us to have good, solid foundations. So if you follow his orders, you follow his instructions, you'll be able to have those foundations in place. And that leads me to my very first point on foundation, that God is your solid foundation to build upon. When you want to build a strong home, you have to put God first. Not your culture, or I'm a Mindy man, or I'm a Temni man, or I'm a Yoruba, or I'm an evil person. Or you use your Igbo culture or your Yoruba culture or your traditions to build as a foundation for a strong home. Those traditions and those cultures, they can fail. And if you don't know how to manage, they can even bring trouble into your home if you don't know how to manage them. So, your foundation should not be culture, it should not be tradition. Your foundation should not be money. If you marry to the person because of money, you're trying to find financial security, you're trying to get yourself out of poverty, and so you marry for money. If the money finish or if the money goes away, 
then you have a very poor foundation. Your marriage will be shaky. Well, if you marry because of sex, oh, this person knows how to have sex, and so you marry for sex. If the person gets ill, can't have give you the sex that way you want it, then your foundation is wrong. If you have a foundation of a fetish, you, you, you got the person by fetish means. In Africa, that means you go to, you go to um, juju men, men that play with things in the spirit realm wrongly. They, they, they do fetish. They give you, they call them fetish priests. They give you things to come and put in his food. They give you things to put in his clothes. And you got him by that. You built the marriage by that. Or you started it by that. It's a wrong foundation. And some other foundations you can that are wrong is that maybe you take the person's name to your family God. And you call the person's name to the family God. And the family God has heard that person's name. And, and by that you were able to grab the person because you hand over the person's name to a family God. So that the person will not leave you, will not go, will marry you. And that's a wrong foundation. So a good question to ask, to check your foundation is, how did we start? You have to check your foundations in marriage. You check your foundations in relationships so that you will know that God is the best foundation to start with. Start with God. Bring God into the same. Not money, not culture, not tradition, not sex, not fetish, not family gods. Then as you continue to look at your foundation, you need the right materials to build your home or your relationship. If you are married, you are building a home. If you are not yet married, you are single, you are looking at building a relationship. Now, the foundation that you can put in the right materials, because when a material is wrong or the material is not quality, you don't have good foundation for the house to be built. If, it's the, if the foundation is poor quality, then we have issues. So I'll just show you some few right materials that you can be able to use that I'm sure those materials are good quality for you to build upon. And that's the word of God. That's a very first strong material. That's the, the word of God. The word of God is very, very, the word is a light unto our feet and the word is a light unto our path. The word is life. The word is capable of changing situations. The, the world is capable of um, turning things around in the right direction. The world has advice. The world has um, counsel. The world has all the things you need to build upon. So get the world as one of your materials. Prayer is another material. You know, a prayerless woman is ready to fail. If you are prayerless, you are, you are, you are setting yourself up to fail. But if you are setting yourself up to build a good home, prayer is one of the quality materials. A prayerless woman will not be able to build a strong home. So that is a key. You have to leave prayerlessness. You have to switch over from prayerlessness to become a prayer warrior. From, from, from no praying to more praying. You have to change gear. You have to switch your mentality. But you don't say you leave prayer for pastors or you leave prayer for leaders. No, everybody should pray. Everybody should pray. If you wait for people to pray for you, I'm sorry. You are not setting yourself up. And so another material that I want to leave you with that is a good foundation for your home is divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is what you get from God 
to be able to do the right things in your home. Many a times, women don't know what to do. And because we don't know what to do, we take the issues to the wrong people or we take the issues that, to, the, to the place where it should not go and because we don't, we don't access divine wisdom. But if you are a child of God, you are able to access divine wisdom from above through prayer or through the word. That's where you get the divine wisdom from, from the word of God, from prayer. And you use that wisdom to build your home. Many a times we, when we have problems, it's not problems we have. We have wisdom problems. We don't know what to do. Another material that you need as a pillar, that is a strong pillar that you put in the foundation of building your home, is trust. Trust. Trust is a pillar. Trust is to believe in your spouse. Believe in your partner. You, 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 no matter what somebody say or what somebody else come and tell you you believe in each other you believe the best about your spouse you believe the best and as we build the foundation let's look at make time to build mm -hmm. because if you are building something and you don't make time for it then the thing will not grow the thing will not stand and so make time for that building that means Sometimes money takes your time, your job takes your time, your ministry takes your time. And many other things, commercial things around you, takes your time. And because these things take your time, you have to watch out so that you will have time to build. If not, you want a strong home, but you will not make time to build a strong home. Just recently, we left everything, myself and my husband, and we went for our anniversary honeymoon. There was work to do, yes. There's ministry to do, yes. There's church to do, yes. There are children to look after, yes. All those things are looking at you. But if you don't make time to build, you don't set time apart to build that home, you are setting yourself up not to have a strong home. So many times you have to make time for what is important. Make time for what is important. Building your home, your relationship, your marriage is an important thing. Because if your marriage breaks, many other things can break in your life. So you look after it with care. Make time for it. Alright? So that's um, for the foundation. And I'll be right back and let's talk about who is building. Who is building. Right? Uh, welcome you back to Women's Power uh, Podcast. I am Regina Peter Small, your host. And we are looking at building strong homes. Now we want to go to who is building. That is the person that is building. You have to have the right people to build. Or you have to have the right person to build. When you have your house, you, you give a contractor, not, so, not a carpenter. You give an engineer, not a, a swimmer. You give an architect, not uh, <laughs> a printer. You give a surveyor your land, not uh, a, a pastor. Because these people are not builders. But a contractor, the engineer, the architect, the surveyors, they can build. So for you to build your home, you have to be qualified. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, When a man is in Christ, he is a new creature. A very first thing that will qualify you to build, you should be in Christ. 
You should be in Christ. Because it is in Christ that you have connection with God. And connection with God gives you all you need to build with. It is from God you collect all the materials, all the quality materials to build. So if you are not in Christ, there are many things you can't be able to do. Or you will struggle with many things. Or you be you can even just drop the gun and divorce. Or you will just stop the relationship and say you can't manage this. Because you are not in Christ. You have to be in Christ so that you can be a new creature. Your mind can be renewed so that you can be able to handle building your home. Because it is in Christ all the wisdom comes from God. You have to be open to knowledge. The person that is building has to be open to knowledge. The person has to be open to mentoring because you need mentors to help you build. I have a mentor for every area of my life. I have a mentor for my business. I have a mentor for my marriage. I have a mentor for ministry work. I have a mentor for my finances. I have a mentor for many, 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 many corners of my life so that I can succeed in anything I want to do. So I have mentors. So if you want to build, you must be open to knowledge and mentoring. You must know what you need to do to build. You need to know. And that leads me to the next point, which is you have to understand the Holy Spirit's guidance. So the person that is building must be in Christ. The person that is building must be open to knowledge and mentoring. The person that is building must know what to build so she should have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit guides. The Holy Spirit opens up things to you. The Holy Spirit shows you. The Holy Spirit leads you. The Holy Spirit is not only for speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit has so much He wants to give to you. He wants to be your friend in life. He wants to be the woman's guide. But many a times we just pray in tongues and forget. No, the Holy Spirit is not only for praying in tongues. It has so much to show you, so much to lead you into. The Holy Spirit is a whole university. But you, you have just opened the door, you enter the class, and then you sit down. You've not, you've not um, been able to, to see and scout and see what is inside the room, what is inside the other areas, and know what else does the Holy Spirit have for you. It can be your guide, can be your friend, can be your mentor. Holy Spirit can unlock so many things that will help you to build a strong home. Many times when you don't know what to do when your husband does something, if you ask the Holy Spirit, he will show you. When your child is stubborn, ask the Holy Spirit, he will show you. When you have difficulties around you in the home, ask the Holy Spirit, he will show you. Now let's look at structures and systems for a good home. Every good home has a structure. Every good home puts systems in place. Now, if you go to Exodus 40, verse 4, and Exodus 27, verse 21, and Genesis 22, verse 9, these are good, 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 good scriptures that you will see how God puts structures, order in place. Because God wants everything to have a structure, have a system, not anyhow, not chaka chaka, or dakadeke, or haphazard. God wants order. And so the very first order, or the very first structure that should be in a home is a spiritual structure. The home should have an altar. Recently, our Father and the Lord was talking about altars, the importance of altars. Every family should have an altar. Every relationship should have an altar. If you are not praying in the relationship, when you marry, you will not pray. If you don't have an altar in the relationship, when you marry, you will not have an altar. Don't think that when you marry, you make everything will be fine. Mm -mm, it starts now. If you don't do it now, you are not setting the structure in place in the relationship. 
So it is in the relationship, during the courtship or during the dating, during the organizing time, that's where you set up an altar. Then you can bring that into the family. It's easier to switch over when you are in a family. But if you don't have an altar, then there is no place where God can connect to the family. You should have an altar. Another system that you need to put in place in your family is the system of order. Order, order, order. Order, that means there's protocol. Everybody knows that daddy is the head of the family. Even if mommy has more money, daddy is still the head of the family. You respect daddy. You don't say you respect mommy because mommy buy all the nice things for you. No, you respect daddy because daddy is the head. Not that you disrespect mommy, but the head of the family is daddy. Even if mommy has money. And daddy is the head, daddy is the priest of the home. And then you have mommy next to daddy. And then you have the oldest child and so on. Everybody should learn to respect. The youngest child should respect the oldest child. Many a times in a family, the, the child that is clever most times have more favor with mommy and daddy. But it does not have to be like that. If the one that is older is not as clever and the one that is younger is clever, they should not disrespect the older because the younger one is clever. No, no, no. Every child should have their place of respect because if this one is older, the younger one should respect the older. We are Christians and we, we are Africans and we have order. We understand adults. If you go among the Yorubas, you don't know, joke with order. Another order you need to put or systems in place, structure, is domestic order. Domestic order, who do what at what time? Who do what? And this, in my own home, I put rota. Who wash plate? Who do devotion? They are, all, they are all part of things. You know, there should be order. You have somebody who cleans, somebody who wash clothes. That person comes in in a particular time in the week and come and clean and come and, and, and do the washing. So you put that order in your home so that things are worn in the right way. If you don't have domestic order, you always have to be quarreling. Now if I wash plates today, now if I get water today, now if I sweep, now if you start fighting. On a minimum they sweep, on a minimum they get water, on a minimum they this. Nobody know they help me. Like that, like that. Because there is no domestic order. So there can be quarrels among the children. And there can be disorder in the in the domestic life of the family. Now we need a very important one with this financial order. Financial order is a, is a key. If there is no financial order, there will be a lot of money chaos. Because money is an important thing in a family. Many a times money causes divorce because of money. There is fighting in the family because of money. So there should be financial order. Who is responsible for what? Women, we are helpers. We are helpmates. We are to help. Nobody tell you to carry the load. Even though sometimes there are some seasons in the family that you have to take some responsibilities of your husband if you can earn more. But that doesn't mean that you are the, you should be the, the sole person to do the thing. Any woman that you are the sole person, you are carrying all the responsibility, you are doing everything, you pay the rent, you feed the children, you buy their books, you pay their school fee, you put petrol in the car, you do everything, you have to pray. Let God change it. That's not God's order. Let God change it. Let God do something and change your husband's situation. Especially if you have a husband that don't want to work, he don't want to do business, he don't want to do anything to bring money, and you are the only one working, running business, chaka chaka, going up and down, doing everything, then supporting the family, you need to pray. You need to ask God for help. That should be financial order. If joint account is good for you, do it. If it is not good, 
Let there be a single account. Everybody run their account with understanding. If your joint account is good, fine. Apply it. Not everybody it works well for. We don't have a joint account, but we are doing well with individual accounts. We are, everybody know what is responsible for what. Then a family should have a growth plan. If uh, another structure you should put in place is a growth plan, everybody should be growing. There should be plans for growth in the family, financial growth, spiritual growth, mental growth, academic growth, house management and responsibilities. Everybody should grow. You know, the children should grow. It's not only daddy that should be doing devotion. The children should learn how to explain God's word, learn how to read Bible, learn how to speak God's word. And the children should grow into managing the family. If you don't teach your children to manage your home, they should be able to manage the kitchen. They should be able to manage the cleaning. If you don't teach them, then you'll be doing the housework for them till they marry and go. You'll be doing the housework. you work till you really create a para. You walk till you para. You, you will die faster. You will not see your grandchildren. <laughs> so help them to learn house management, home management responsibility. Everybody should grow in the family. And if you set a growth plan for your family, people will grow in various facets of their lives. Let them grow in their mindset. You have to make your children streetwise. You have to make your children not only be spiritual, but they also be wise. Because many times Christian people, we, we, we emphasize on spirituality, which is good. But there are other areas of life that you need to let your children understand. Let them understand how to work. Let them understand how to find money. Let them understand how to get out of poverty. Let them understand what to do to put systems in place for their life to grow and have meaning. Give them all of that. That is a growth plan. All right? So, there is one more thing I want to bring to you, and that is a family of purpose. And, but after this break, I will come back to close with a family of purpose, which is a very important aspect of a strong home building. I welcome you back to Women's Power Hour podcast, and this is Building Strong Homes. And we are on our final segment. I am Regina Peters Moore, your host, and we are looking at a family of purpose. Every family should have a reason for living. All right, a reason for living. Every family should have that. It should impact your world. Life is much more than food and job and sleep and businesses. There is so much more to life. You have to leave a legacy. You have to try and impact your world. And it can start from where you are, your sphere of influence. The, the family has to have knowledge of God's assignment. Seek God to understand the family assignment. Every family has an assignment. And sometimes in the family too, the individuals have individual assignments individually. Everybody should try to understand what God has called them to do so that everybody can operate in their assignment and the family together can operate in their family assignment. Now, when you are, before you get married, you should understand your, your, your spouse or in your relationship, the person you are going out with, you are courting with, you should understand purpose. I remember the very first time I met my husband, he said, he told me, say, I'm going to serve God. He has told me a long time ago, so I knew the man I was getting into. Yeah, he is going to serve God. He is going to be a missionary. He is going to be up and down. He is going to be somebody who will be active in the kingdom. So, I understand that from the onset. 
I understand that he is business minded. He understands business. I, I understand that he's an analyst and the systems analyst. They they work with Thai City and it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's a work that takes time. It's a work that has so many things attached to it. And so I understand that from the onset. So everybody should understand their assignments and the family should have a vision. Every family should have a vision. Sometimes individuals have vision in the family, so you learn how to support each other's vision. Right now, I'm out here. My daughter is with me. Dad is supporting the vision in my hand and supporting me with my assignment. And every individual in the family will learn to support each other. If my husband has an event, we all go there. We all support him. You know, anything anybody's doing, oh, that is an individual vision. The various people in the family support. When there's love, there can be support. But if love is absent, people are jealous, or people are fighting each other, or they don't want you to rise. They don't, everybody is doing their own thing. Nobody supports, nobody cares about what each other is doing. That's not a good family running with a vision. Every family should have a vision and they should support each other with their individual vision. And the family should have direction. A direction where is the family going where is the family heading to family should not be stagnant and that's the same thing for the relationship the relationship should not be stagnant you can go somewhere slowly you should have a focus that should be a destination somewhere the family is going that should be direction if you don't know where you are going you don't know the direction the family is taking the family is just leaving wake up in the morning we pray we eat we go to work we come back wake up in the morning we pray we eat we go to work come back go to church come back if that's the cycle no 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 you have to have a direction as to where you are heading in life everybody has a destination and many times because we don't know our direction we look at where other people are going and we forget that we should go somewhere too in women's hour, hour we want the women to have direction we want the women to know where they are going so at the beginning of the year we say write down your goals write down your vision in various areas so that you can have a destination to go to and at the end of the year you can look oh i've reached here i've reached here or i've done that i was not able to do this but i did this i did this that is having direction every family should live god's purpose you fulfill your assignment every family should have this in view in their mind god's purpose and god's assignment now as i close this podcast i want to pray for you i'll give you some prayer points that you should pray as well you want to pray against wrong foundations you want to pray that god will equip you to be a strong home builder many women are lazy they don't want to put in nothing to build nothing you have to put in something to get something out you want a strong home you have to put in the systems you want a strong home you have to build the foundations right you want a strong home you have to get all these bits and pieces so that you can be able to build. Now, don't forget, the enemy is out there like a roaring lion. As an enemy of progress, there are also wickedness. There are wrong family foundations affecting you. So you have to have soberness of mind to fight your warfare so that you can build. Now, let me pray with you. Father, I thank you for this person listening to this podcast. I pray for this woman or this man that you help them to build the right, with the right materials, to have the right foundations, to be strong home builders, oh God. I pray that you help them to put structures and systems and order and growth plan so that they can have moving forward in their family life. We pray for the family's assignments, that they'll be able to locate their assignments and find their vision and run with it.
I come against forces of darkness. I come against household wickedness. I come against wrong family foundations that are affecting them. I pray for their minds to get into soberness so that everyone can build right. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you very much for listening to Women's Power Hour podcast. I am Regina Petersmore, your host. God bless you.
home 